Hey, welcome back to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today we're talking about perfectionism and how it's stealing the life that you want to live. I'm gonna elaborate more on this, but before we get to all that, the elaboration, we need to talk about the symptoms of perfectionism and if you are experiencing the symptoms of perfectionism. Okay, so the first one is you feel like you fail at everything you try, or you feel like you're failing at multiple areas of your life. And if you were to compare yourself, which I don't think you should do, but I feel like as humans, we do this. If you were to compare yourself to other people, let's say how you're doing in one area of your life and you compared yourself to the average individual, you may find that you're doing a lot better than other people, but it doesn't even matter because to you, it's not going to feel good enough. You know, that's an example of perfectionism, holding yourself to really high standards all the time, no matter what, you just always feel like it's never good enough. Another example or symptom of perfectionism is procrastinating regularly. You might resist starting something because you're afraid that you'll be able to, you're not going to be able to complete it perfectly right? So you don't even start it. Or you feel like you got to get all your ducks in a row. You got to figure out all this other stuff in advance, make it perfect before you start the thing, before you put it out there, right? I see this a lot with my career coaching clients where an opportunity will pop up and they'll be like, oh, I'm excited about this. I want to apply for this role. I want to reach out to this person. Yet they obsess about the resume or the message that they're sending out to someone, so much so that they sometimes miss deadlines or it just takes them forever to send it out. And there's so many opportunities, I believe, that we're missing along the way, right? And you can apply this to other areas of your life, other dreams and goals that you have. When you don't put something out there because you're obsessing about making it perfect or you don't show up because you're obsessing about getting all these other things in a row before you can show up, there's opportunities that you are losing along the way. And what are the cost of those opportunities? And maybe it's like serving people, you know, all of those people could have been benefited by your help, but you were obsessed about making it perfect before you showed up to help them and you could help them with anything that you had you know, it would still be helpful to them. Even your messiest version would still be helpful to them, right? So this is where perfectionism, stealing the life that you want to live. Um, I'm going to just elaborate a little bit more on this one about the procrastination. So I'll give you a story real quick and then I'll give you some more symptoms. Um, One of the things that my husband Ian and I are working on as far as our vision for this year is becoming property investors, specifically in the area we used to live in that we love so much. So it's been quite a process trying to find a property. We actually want to buy a property and then do a build and then create an Airbnb and also be Airbnb hosts. You know, that's another identity that we're working on. So there's a lot of things that we don't know. One about like property investing in general. Um, as far, we also don't know a lot about doing a brand new build. And I know that that can be very stressful for some of you listening that are doing a build or have done a brand new build in the past. And we keep hearing that, like, really, you want to get yourself into that, especially when you live out of state. And there's all like these these um, naysayers around this whole process. And we can get so wrapped up in it where we're like, yeah, 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 we have to have all of our ducks in a row. We need to know everything possible. And it's like, no, there's no way that you can know everything possible about 
doing becoming a property investor, right? You do want to do your research, but you just got to get out there and do the thing. That's what I keep hearing from people when I'm listening to people that are doing it. They're like, you just got to get started. And I'm sure you've heard that too around anything that you want to create in your life. People that you just got to start and that's how you learn. But the perfectionistic person in you don't like that. They don't want to just start. They want to have all the ducks in the row first, right? But you're missing out on opportunity. So that's just something I've been learning like and telling myself is like, well, what are we missing out on as far as like, look at all the opportunities we'd be missing out on if we don't just start and do the thing now or never, now or never. And I'm going to talk to you about where that motto came from that I've been loving lately that's just been serving me. I know in some situations, maybe it doesn't serve you, but lately in my life, because of my perfectionistic ways, it's really been serving me. And I'll tell you more about that story. But we got to go back to the symptoms. Okay. The third symptom is that you struggle to relax and share your thoughts and feelings. Like you struggle to relax. How many of us, can you relate to me, have been told you need to relax? People have told me that you need to relax more. And what I find is that I have been doing a really good job at relaxing recently, but the old me, like I couldn't even sit there and watch a movie without obsessing about thinking about what I needed to do next. Or I felt guilty watching the movie. Like I feel like I didn't do a, do enough in other areas of my life to earn the right to fully sit and relax. You ever feel that way? Right? Perfectionism, the never enough story showing up. Um, Another symptom is becoming very controlling in your personal and professional relationships. Okay, a lot of us don't want to raise our hand to say we're a controlling person. We don't want to. But sometimes we show up as very controlling around situations. Like we want a situation to work out a certain way. Like we had an idea of what we wanted it to be like. And we try to plan. We try to make it that way. And when it doesn't turn out that way, we are really bothered by that. Right. I've seen a lot of people who I personally know that do identify as perfectionists um, where they like will plan an event or something. Right. And they do all the things to plan the event and try to consider how to make people have fun. And then the event will happen and someone will act a fool and people aren't having fun. Right. And then they kind of are so upset about that. They couldn't control that situation. And it's still like stole all their joy. Even though they hosted a really awesome, fun event, they don't care. Like even if other people told them, oh, I loved what you did here, though, and this person had fun. It's like, no, I had I had an idea of what I wanted it to be like, and it didn't work out that way. Right. So the perfectionist in them won't even let them experience the joy that, that even was there. Despite all there's always like crazy that shows up, you know, and I don't want to say always, but in some situations, you know, but your perfectionist side won't let you turn your eye from that. It's going to focus on that and what went wrong versus what went right. Right. OK. Stealing your life, stealing the joy. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Another example is you become obsessed with rules, lists, work. Right. It's like, you know, this needs to be done. Your checklist, your routines, you become obsessed with that. I know I've been that person. I love routines. I do. I love planning. I like my planners. I know a lot of my listeners here, you listening, you guys like that stuff too, right? And sometimes we can be very attached to that because it's a way that we feel like we can control a situation. So watch that because sometimes we can take it so far to the extreme that it doesn't serve us. This is why I'm always telling myself my, my mantra of I'm intentional, right? I'm going to plan, right? But I'm not attached, but I'm going to be open to things flowing. I'm not going to try to control a situation that I don't have control over. 
I can plan an event. I can do my best to make it turn out, you know, be a fun event, but I can't control what happens there. I can't control how people perceive it. The perfectionist is going to want to control all the things, right? Okay. So those are the symptoms. I'm going to go over them really, really quick. Feel like you fail at everything you try, like it's not good enough or you're not doing good enough in multiple areas of your life. You procrastinate regularly. You might resist starting something because you feel like you need to get more information. You need to get your ducks in a row um, or that you can't do it perfectly, so you shouldn't start it. Um, I've even seen where people will start some programs and don't finish them out because they didn't feel like they got all their homework done, so they don't show up to the event. That is a perfectionist at work, perfectionism. Okay. Um, another symptom, struggling to relax, struggling to share your thoughts or feelings because of the distracting energy that comes from perfectionism, for, because of the catabolic energy that is very distracting. You might struggle getting your thoughts together. You may, may struggle communicating your feelings, struggle relaxing, become very controlling in your personal life, or your professional relationships. You want things done a certain way. You become obsessed with rules, lists, work, right? All that stuff. Okay. Those are the symptoms. So hopefully with those, with that recap, we like soaked them in and we can see in some areas of our life, we're being honest with ourselves, where we're experiencing those kinds of symptoms. All right. So where did this episode come from? Like the inspiration for it? I'm going to tell you. So this past Monday, I started um, being a part of a, a women's, I guess it's a Bible study group, but we're, we have different books that we're going through that are like Christian-based books, okay? So it happens in the morning at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time on Mondays. And I just started this. And um, because one of my things on my vision board was commit to my vision by putting God first. It's just a personal thing for me. And remember, I'm here like, I don't judge anyone about whatever they believe in. I'm just sharing these stories with you. This is where I'm at and I want to grow my personal relationship with God. So I want to spend time with people that are also wanting to do similar things. So um, we're going through the study and right now they're doing Armor of God. And also, if anyone is interested in doing this, like if you're a morning person or it's like from 6.30 a.m. Eastern time to 7.15 a.m. Eastern time, feel free to shoot me a message anywhere because you can just be a part of this group and it's all year round. It's completely free and it's just good to like, I don't know, I felt so good doing it this past Monday morning. So anyways, we're doing it. One of the, so we're doing Armor of God right now. Um, that book. So we're doing a study from there. So let me see. I'm looking at my journal right now because this is where it hit me, guys. So it said, we had asked each other the question, have you recognized the enemy targeting you? Right? So the enemy targeting you, the enemy targets people in by having self-doubt, generating self-doubt in them, that things are not possible for them. Right? Or maybe pointing out where you're different than others. Possible for them, but not you. You're different. So, self doubt, um, comparison, worrying about what other people think about us. Okay, I'm not even going to edit that out. I had a sneeze. Okay. <laughs> and then what else? Um, desire to do things, to do everything, um, where like you're off track because you're trying to do everything. It's a way to distract us from the life that I believe God has planned for us. I don't want this episode to be a sermon for you, but I just want to share the story with you. So those are some examples that they gave. And then basically the question we asked each other was like, how have you recognized the enemy targeting you? And I was like, I don't know. This came up for me where I was like perfectionism, like feeling like I have to have all the things together before I can do something, before I can take action, 
right? Before I can offer a certain service, before I can help people. It's like, no, you got to have all your stuff perfect. And that distracts me from the life that I'm supposed to live. I really believe that. It's the way that it's showing up in my life is like having it all together first, right? Okay, so I don't know if that resonates with you at all, but this is where the inspiration for this episode came from. And then I was like, we need to talk about perfectionism and how it's holding us back. All right, so I got some more stories for you that relate. Okay, so I um, was on the plane to Egypt. So we're on our way, way flying to Egypt. It's a really long flight. And we had two, two long flights. I think one was like nine hours and then another one that was like six or something like that. So it was a long time. And one of those flights, I was watching a movie. And um, the movie that I chose to watch was called All My Life. Have you heard of it? All My Life. Okay. I've not heard of it. But for some reason, I was like, this is funny. But I was like looking at all the movies, scrolling down. And I was like, okay, God, um, intuition, Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> I feel like, like lead me to something that I should be watching, you know, that I should watch that I'm going to get something from. So I saw all my life and I clicked on it and it was um, this Asian dude and this Caucasian girl. Um, and and the reason why I'm sharing the races is because I'm half Asian and I always get excited when I see other people that are Asian too that are like leading in a role. Just like, I don't know, it gets me excited, okay? So that's when I saw that I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to click on that. So then it was called All My Life. And then I watched the trailer and it was very obvious, if you haven't seen this movie, what happens and what goes down. So I'm basically going to ruin the movie for you, but it's pretty much you can figure it out based on seeing the trailer, what's going to happen. So um, the there's a young couple and it goes through their love story where they meet each other. Um, it's really cute and stuff and they like fall in love. Anyways, um, the guy ends up getting cancer and they're engaged to be married and he um, he gets cancer and it's hard. Like he's going through the process. And at first they thought that they had the cancer was gone and then it came back and like fully attacked. Right. It wasn't gone. And basically he they told him that he was going to pass eventually um, Well, through this whole process. You know, they're about to get married. He was in a job that he really didn't like. Um, and the girl um, his partner, she would tell him to leave his job because he was really good at cooking and her aunt owned a restaurant. She's like, you can come work for my aunt. And everybody loves your food and things like that. And he was like really hesitant to to leave his job. And she would just say like, now or never. It's like, it's now or never. And this is even before he got the cancer diagnosis. Like she was already telling him this message. It was like her mantra, now or never. And eventually, so he leaves his job. He starts cooking at the restaurant. Everybody loves his food. Um, he's doing this and he this work and he loves it. But he's also then going through chemo. And anyways, people raised money. They ended up getting married and had a beautiful wedding. And basically, it's called All My Life because he tells her that she, he will love her all his, all my life. Like, I'm going to love you all my life kind of thing. It's very sweet. Um, so anyhow. And um, they ended up at the end, she ends up opening a restaurant that's called Now or Never, like in honor of him. But it was just like a saying that she would say throughout Now or Never, Now or Never. And it just like really hit me because it's based off a true story. Um, and it made me think about how like our time here is so limited. Like this was a young couple that were so happily in love. And then at a young age, he gets cancer. He ends up passing away. It's like his time was so short. But thankfully, I'm so glad that in the movie, he left his job that he didn't like and he went out 
after his dream and doing the work that he really loved, even with the short time he had. And he tells her like how much, how grateful he was that she was in his life and he got to like do like show up and live his best life all the way up until the end. Um, Anyways, her mantra, now or never. So it got me thinking in my life, like, now or never. And I love this mantra. And there's another point I want to tell you. So I'm on the plane watching this movie. And y'all, <laughs> I'm like, everybody's like sleeping. And thankfully, and like the lights were down. And I'm like sobbing, like snot running down my nose, sobbing, like ugly face cry in my seat watching this movie because I was just like so touched by it. It was so good. And then at the end, they end up and it's like good in the way of it's kind of corny, you know, but it's like the storyline I feel like is good. And at the end, they show like the real couple. Um and it was just cute. But anyways, I wanted to leave this this mantra for you is now or never, because I think this mantra fights procrast- the procrastination. It fights the perfectionism side that shows up into us because perfectionism, people's perfectionists, they don't want to do something right now. They want to procrastinate on it. They want to do their best to make it perfect. So now or never, just recognizing that we don't have all the time in the world. So you don't have the time to make it perfect. Think about whenever something was due, like there was a deadline, you know, something was due and like you just had to turn it in. Like even if it wasn't like perfect, you're like, I turn it in. Otherwise, I'm going to get a zero. I remember that back in my college days where I was like, crap, this is not perfect at all. But I don't want a zero. Turning it in is better than a zero. And that reminds me of Brooke Castillo. She always talks about over at the Life Coach School. She talks about how... um we should be doing aiming for B minus work. Like don't even aim for A plus work. Aim for B minus work because at least with B minus work, you put your stuff out there, right? And that's a lot of, a lot of us aren't doing that. We aren't putting ourselves out there. This year is the year that I'm going all in, y'all. I'm putting myself out there. I don't have all the answers, like figure it out. Like sometimes like, you know, if you've ever done a program with me, sometimes my tech stuff can be hot mess express, but I'm still putting myself out there and I'm learning. And it's not an excuse to be sucky. Like I'm trying to figure out the ways to be better, but I'm not going to wait because in the meantime, I can be helping people just like you. You can be helping more people right? Or you can be experiencing more joy. Don't rob yourself of that because you're waiting for it to be perfect. It's not meant to be perfect. People don't even like perfect. In fact, I just sneezed on the the mic. I'm not even going to edit it out because I know that you guys like me as my real self. You know, it's like we're friends. And if you were sitting here sitting by me, I'd probably sneeze right next to you, right? It's not about being perfect. If I was all obsessed about being perfect, I wouldn't even have this show because it's nowhere near perfect. All right, so I want to talk about the beliefs that I feel like you can program in your mind that you can tell yourself over and over that are going to help you not let the perfectionist side of you take over. It's still going to show up, but don't let it take over, right? Because I really believe that in the Bible, it talks about how the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And I really believe that perfectionism is a tool to do so right? To kill your dreams, to steal the life that is meant for you, to destroy things like your relationships or the gifts that you've been given. Like, because if you're not using them, then what, what's good? What's good about that, right? Nothing is good about it if you're not showing up and sharing the gifts with the world because you're so focused on having it be perfect, right? It's just a tool that's used, I think, to rob you of the life that I really believe that you've been called to have. So with that said, Here are some beliefs that can serve you. So 
one of them, going back to that mantra, now or never. It's now or never. That one has helped me a lot recently because it stops the procrastination. It's like, it's now or never, Ange. Like, what are you waiting for? Do it. Show up messy, right? Be okay with do, doing B minus work like Brooke Castillo talks about at the Life Coach School. Because the, the perf- perfectionist, remember, would want to do A plus work. Be okay with B minus work because B minus work gets put out there. And with B minus work, there's opportunities to make it better. And don't you want to keep growing? That's how you are. You want to keep growing. That's the kind of person that you want to be. It reminds me of a lot of times with career coaching stuff, clients will say like, oh, I just feel like I'm not qualified for this job. And I say, good. And they're like, what? And I said, yeah, because aren't you the kind of person that wants to keep growing? Right? Do you want to get a job that you're fully qualified for? No, you want to get a job where you can grow because that's what you value. I kind of think about it in this way, like flip it. Be okay with do B, doing B minus work because then you can be get even better at it, right? And at least you're putting yourself out there. Okay, so think about it. Apply it to your life. Like if you're going to send out a message, it's okay if it's a B minus kind of message. If you're going to send out an application, it's okay if it's a B minus because at least it gets out there and you're going to learn how to make it better. Another thought that can serve you that you've heard before is done is better than perfect. That helps me when I'm obsessing about something and I'm taking way too long on it. And you know when you are. Just say done is better than perfect, right? Progress over perfection. I choose progress over perfection. That's a mantra I often tell myself. I choose progress over perfection. The other thing I like to tell myself is I let this be easy. Or how can this be easy? I ask myself that question. And that helps because my perfectionist size likes to complicate things. It's very in the mind. Remember we had the episode a while back about the mind versus intuition? Perfectionism can really be in the mind. It's very heady, right? Where intuition, your intuition isn't concerned about being perfect. It just wants to show up. It just wants to bring the joy. It just wants to love, right? Um, Okay, the other thought I just wanted to share real quick is this whole concept of opportunity cost. That really hit me recently when just learning more about property investment and things like that. It's like, you know, it's like everyone says like get in the game, like just get in the game because right now you're missing out on opportunities along the way, even with like growth that can happen. Like I always, I often hear people say like, oh, I wish I would have bought some more properties a long time ago. It's like I often hear people talk about the things they wish they would have done. There's opportunities we're losing along the way. How much is that costing you? What is your perfectionism costing you? Is it costing you the relationship that you want to have? Because some people don't even, even when it comes to relationships, they're not showing up that to like put themselves out there to find the person that would be a really good fit for them because they are like perfecting something or feel like they have to have something all together before they show up or they're letting the fear take over, right? What is it costing you? It's costing you an amazing relationship, right? Or it's your perfectionism might be costing you a job that you really love because you're not putting yourself out there. It might be costing you like um, helping people, you know, that could be helped by whatever it is that you have to offer. And they would be helped by your messy version of something. Even that would help them, you know? So think about it that way. It's bigger than you. I even see where... Our health suffers because of perfectionism, because of this all or nothing mindset. Like even where you can just be moving a little more throughout the day, you're like, no, not good enough. That five minute walk, that wouldn't be good enough. That extra cup of water, not good enough. 
you know, even though I might have ate a crappy meal here, that salad ain't going to make a difference for dinner. It's like that kind of stuff. Perfectionism shows up that way. So it might be robbing you of the health that you're meant to have. I know it's robbing things from you. And I really believe it is a tool that is used to stop you from living the life that I believe God has for you. So think about it. Notice the perfectionism and adopt those beliefs that are really going to serve you. Let's go over them really, really quick and we'll wrap up this episode. One is this mindset of now or never. It's now or never, right? Done is better than perfect. I'm learning. Everything is figureoutable. I choose progress over perfection. I let this be easy or how can this be easy? I'm okay with B minus work. I'm going to put B minus work out there. Um, I take messy action. Okay, and most importantly, I want you to be thinking about your future self and how proud she will be of you for taking messy action now. Because I can tell you right now, I'm so proud of myself for showing up. The times I've showed up to things when I was like, I thought of myself as a hot mess express and like I didn't have my stuff together. I didn't know what I was doing. I was trying to figure it out. I'm so proud of that girl because that led to the results that I have now. And it leads to so much confidence. You know, like when you get out there and you get to see yourself improve, right? And you get to see how to make things better. You just become way more confident. You become more confident when you continuously take action. Really, that's what it's coming from. You get more clarity from action, all the things. So don't let perfectionism stop you from taking the action. Okay, I digress. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, let us know. Leave us a review if you haven't. If you want to join the Bible study group that I was talking about free, it's in the morning. Um, You can message me and I'll give you some more details on it. You keep your camera off the whole time. Can you do it in any way that works for you? And it's going on for the entire year at the same time. So free to you anytime. Feel free to join us. Hope you have an awesome day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.